What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. My goodness, it has been a crazy, crazy week or two since we've last hit your earballs. And uh, in that short two weeks, Michelle, um, I just want to make a comment on the state of the world right now. Like, we're going to start, oh, like, with that's big... bold. Yeah, okay. Yeah, big sweeping, sweeping world news alert everybody world, world news, news alert. alert to start today <laughs> um world news alert is it's spring spring is sprung it, it's a beautiful beautiful day i am sunburned i feel really good about it actually how about you michelle how's your world i was really nervous about what your world alert was i wasn't sure and normally a world alert is bad these days so i'm very glad that it went that direction um and yes it is spring i saw my first flowers in the yard today and it's <gasps> 70 degrees so i feel great i gotta ask you as like the old lady in me needs to know what kind of flowers you're growing uh well from one old lady to another i do have some tulips in the yard that i planted two two seasons ago and they're starting to come up not the flowers just the you know just the stems are so fingers crossed that my uh i do not have a green thumb i literally kill everything that comes into contact with me um so we're gonna hope that they come up again this season but there's like some i don't know what they are but they're like the quintessential upstate little purple flowers that started to to pop up today and i hadn't seen them um so you know what it just makes you feel good inside oh well i i love that it really does like Every day now feels, as we're coming out of this quarantine, like we've got some big updates, I guess, personal updates, and then we'll get into show updates, but. That's true. We do have some good personal updates. Tell everyone about your, oh, tell everyone about your shot. And then I'm going to tell you that I really think. You just ruined my announcement. I think that, I think that the there's going to be a very strong resurgence of the Lil John song shots this summer. Because, shots, shots. oh my God, because yes. why? Can you tell everyone why there'll be a resurgent of that song? Because I got my shot, 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 shot. <laughs> this is going to be the summer 2021 meme is going to be that because we all see the light at the end of the tunnel. I have my one shot or I have one of my two shots done. Kate's already on her way to uh, the shots after the shot. I am thrilled about it. One and done. It's like, it's been two weeks and the world has changed. It's a beautiful day. It's 65 degrees. I'm sunburned, fully vaccinated. You're on your way. Like the the basketball tournament's over. We're starting new sports. Like we have so much to talk about. I love it. But first and foremost, congratulations about your tulips. They sound really cute and adorable. I can't <laughs> wait to see pictures. I, on the other hand, I have to start potting things. So in two weeks, I'll probably have more to share on that front. But you know, this is not a this is not a tulip show as much as I wish it was. Neither of us are. Oh green God, bombs. no, no, no! I would definitely be very, very in the wrong if I was hosting a show about parking, uh, about planting um, anything, anything, basically anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that in mind, it is springtime, and with springtime. Um, March resolves. We're into April showers before some May flowers. But wait, yeah, March resolves, meaning the last time we got on the mic, we talked about the Sweet 16, and now we have crowned two new national champions, one on the men's side, one on the women's side. Did you watch it down to the wire? I, I watched as much as I could, but these games are starting at 9 o'clock, and I'm an old-ass lady. I watched it back. <laughs> I did watch it back. Um, I will say... The teams that won were the two teams that I bet against. 
Um, but I really, I loved the final four. I love the big games. It was so much fun. Did you watch them, Michelle? Men's I mean, and I women's. Did, and af- I did. After our last conversation a couple weeks ago with, uh, with Maria, I definitely watched the UConn-Iowa game. I really thought UConn was going all the way, so that was a huge upset huge. for them not, not going to the finals. But, you know, props to uh, Arizona and Stanford and Stanford for, you know, taking it taking it home. I didn't see that one coming, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm a huge Arizona softball fan. We won't even get into that, but love me some Arizona softball. However, I did watch like a little... 30 for 30 type thing on the Stanford women's team and watching what they had to do this season to just even get to have a season is incredible. So giant shout out to both Stanford and Arizona. My money was on Arizona. Stanford's the better team. What are you going to do? Um, love a tournament. Love the tournament. There was also another upset that led to our final two for the men. Um, Uh. I got to tell you, I was all fucking in on UCLA Man, oh man. And I'm so bummed. I just want to give a little shout out to that entire team. But you know when you watch the tournament? And since, I mean, I don't know, you and I are both not like season-wide fans of college basketball. But I will say, every year I watch the tournament, and Shea Serrano tweeted about this, I could not agree more, that you find a couple players who you just love and glom onto. That player for me was... Jacques Jr. on UCLA, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who is just yep. a absolute savage. Absolute savage. <laughs> and so bummed to see them lose it. But Baylor and Gonzaga was a little bit of a snooze, I felt. I was really let down. I as as I said, I had um I had uh, Gonzaga winning the whole thing. I, I thought after watching many more games, as you said, I'm not normally like a seasoned, you know, uh, NC tournament. Uh, NCAA tournament like vet here but after watching a bunch of games you can really tell why the number one number two teams are ranked as such like they really do play very differently and after watching a few Gonzaga games I was like I got this I didn't just pick because I thought I was right I was like I'm definitely right and I I just yeah I mean man to go the whole season undefeated make it to the finals and lose and like really really lose not even like keep it competitive that was a bummer for Gonzaga, but hell, hell of a you know tournament for Baylor. And as you said, I think I glommed on to uh, Drew Timmy uh, on Gonzaga during uh, this Aww, t- tournament. Oh, yeah, I know. It's like those folks that you, if you don't watch, it's so fun to get behind not just teams, definitely teams, but individual players that you, and also root for them, you know? Like I'm wanting some of these individuals to go to the NBA and maybe – some of these like Tiger and Jamie Jacquez Jr. and all the other folks on UCLA specifically would never have gotten that shine, even as an 11 seed. No way. You know, like, yeah, they put they put up a hell of a tournament uh, for being the 11 seed. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, all in all, it's been a really fun end to March. And now here we are in April um, and we've got a big show because April's got a lot of different sports going on. Uh, we've got our huddle as always. And then today's show is kind of, we, we split the difference between you as an MLB baseball expert, I, I 
find myself in a similar category, but you did like a whole deep dive on the MLB, and I, on the other hand, am going to be grasping at straws to explain the Masters. So um, I think we'll have Kate, fun with Kate's it. Getting, <laughs> Kate's getting real good at golf. Every 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 couple of weeks, she's just up in her knowledge in the golf game. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, well, we've got a lot of explaining to do because there is uh, a lot of ball to be played. Um, so I, I say we get right into it, Michelle. You want to huddle up? Time for the huddle. All right, Michelle, we've got we've got some crazy stuff going on in today's huddle. Um, there's a, a number of cameos um, across pretty much i think we were accounting for every single sport in today's huddle we almost yeah we do almost have every sport which is kind of exciting like as as kate said there's a lot of things happening uh right now in season a lot of things happening off season so uh yeah this is a this is a fun little huddle we have lined up today well i am just about i'm excited to get into it like i said i'm feeling i'm fresh as a spring daisy today i'm feeling fresh as a spring tulip in your garden and ready to fly through so many flower references in this episode. Good lord! <laughs> Are you ready to get into it? You want to huddle up? I'm ready. Get that. Get that. The, the, get that handy dandy uh, stopwatch out. Get your. You know. You got it. You got it ready to rock for us. Got it ready to rock. Sixty seconds. Sixty seconds. All right. Who's going first? Me or you? I'll count you down. All right. I'm ready to roll. All right. Let's get it. In three, two, one. Huddle. Tom Brady is getting into the world of NFTs, supposedly launching a platform called Autograph. Aaron Rodgers was announced to host Jeopardy for two weeks. Reports say Tiger Woods was going 84 to 87 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour zone, which caused his potentially career-ending car accident. It's a big month for sports. The MLB is heading into full swing, and the Masters is starting on Thursday when we're recording this. The French Open postponed by a week amid COVID-19 crisis. The Brooklyn Nets Kevin Durant is a is perfect from the field from field in return. What? Okay. <laughs> he was he was five for five coming back. Okay, from his okay. Oh. Uh, with with the news that the MLB is moving its 2021 All Star Game festivities to Denver this summer, all we're thinking about is what is a home run derby in Colorado going to look like. <laughs> With the NFL draft approaching, experts say Mac Jones is the clear favorite to go number three overall to the 49ers. And that's oh. it with two seconds that left. Was, that was per. Wait, we hit football. We hit golf. We hit baseball. We hit tennis. We hit basketball. That was impressive. Um, that was impressive. I just, can we go back to this Kevin Durant headline for one little second? Just because I have something to yeah. add to it, but I don't understand what it says. I'm sorry. I totally butchered what that was. It is <laughs> it is not in proper English, but basically Kevin Durant made his return for the Nets and he was perfect from the field, aka shooting. He went five for five in his return back onto the court. He's been injured. So I've, I've seen a lot of push notifications for the Nets that James Harden is out right now. Kevin Durant's coming back. There's a lot of like flip-flopping going on i did read a really interesting headline and thank you for clarifying this headline because i totally butchered it but (laughs) i read another headline that i did not put in this week's huddle have you heard about the drama with kd and uh, michael rapaport the actor Mm -mm. 
Oh boy. That's... Give us the tea. Spill the tea, Kate. I, I will. Spill... Give us the short version. Give us the short version, not your eyewitness yeah. uh, eyewitness news version. I don't have the eyewitness <laughs> news okay, version. Okay. I don't. All I know is that um, Michael Rappaport and Kevin Durant were very good friends for a long time. Um, he would get, KD would get Michael courtside seats. Like they have a known banter back and forth for years and years. They've been boys. And then all of a sudden, apparently, like apparently they have, I mean, I hate to say boys club. I hate that reference, but like they have a boys club type thing going on. It's like, yeah, talking shit and like, uh, just using words that I, that are choice. Let's put it that way to Mm. describe Mm. other people and other women. Um, and so apparently Michael and KD got in a fight after which Michael took some screen grabs and shared some of their personal conversations to gaslight oh, no. KD in some of the ways that he's, you know, they, they speak back and forth in boys club. Oh, so, no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, it's just there's some shit going down. Um, but I can come with more eyewitness information next time we huddle. I mean, this is why boys clubs just uh, shouldn't exist. Why don't you guys just let the girls stop? In. Yeah, just don't. Just, Actually, no, don't we don't want to be in there. In. Just, just don't. Yeah, we don't want right. to be in your boys club. Just stop. Just stop. Basically, just stop. Just stop. Yeah, just um, be nice to people. But other, anyway, other things to note here: Would it be a show if we didn't say Aaron Rodgers' name? No, no. So we had to make sure everybody knew that he was hosting Jeopardy. But I'm sure everyone already knows that. Honestly, Kate, this just further adds to like. The 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 giant question mark that I feel Aaron Rodgers is off the field. Like, what? He's hosting Jeopardy? Like, who saw that one coming? I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. That is so beyond my realm of understanding. And you're right. He is just, he continues to reinforce this persona that he is an enigma. The man is a total, he is an enigma. he's a Rubik's Cube folded into an enigma (laughs) folded into like a black hole in the universe like he just he's totally uncoverable so um also in in i i didn't watch his jeopardy hosting but two things to do with aaron Rodgers. first is one of the jeopardy contestants um in did you see the final jeopardy thing that happened oh i haven't haven't seen it uh, i haven't seen it okay well more quick eyewitness reporting um (laughs) so apparently when aaron was hosting first of all he looked like mr rogers he had like a comb over and a sweater vest it was very unflattering i feel like he i think he does that on purpose i think he is going for that vibe okay well the man needs a new pr person because it's not the vibe but anyway um when they got to final jeopardy one of the contestants didn't know the answer and you know how if you don't know the um, uh, the answer in final jeopardy you write in whatever right like yeah. a joke or you call out your family or you oh geez doodle something so this contestant said what is i wouldn't have kicked the field goal <laughs> that's brilliant i love that person i don't know them but that's amazing what was what was mr rogers response <laughs> he just like looked he was like yeah <laughs> That's amazing. Props to that person yeah. for sure. I thought that, that I didn't was see that. Sa- absolute savagery from whoever that person was. And then the other thing is that he and Shailene Woodley just like were photographed by the paparazzi. So confirmed. 
I know. There you go. Well, I wouldn't, like I said, it wouldn't be an episode if we didn't bring up Aaron Rodgers. Um, two other really quick things that I thought were fun in the, in the headlines here. Obviously the, um, the, the, the MLB all-star game was supposed to be in Atlanta, but after some, uh, not so great, uh, changes to some of their legislation down there, the MLB decided to pull out, um, having, you know, hosting the event down there, Mm -hmm. uh, good on them for, for making that call and now it's headed out to Denver this year for the all-star game we all know how the ball flies at Coors Field so saddle up for the uh the home run derby in July as it gets closer we'll obviously you know talk about who's in it but this one's gonna be real fun to watch saddle the fuck up let's (laughs) go yes I'm I'm I love me in all-star game slash love the home run derby ready for that for sure and last but not least, because uh, we always, you know, we, we're always talking fa- fantasy and we're always talking football. Uh, the NFL draft is approaching. I think we're about two or three weeks out. So our next episode will be uh, devoted to that and a preview of, you know, everyone that's uh, everyone that's in the running for the draft this year. But, but I think I think a week or so ago, there was big news about the the 49ers and the Dolphins doing a big trade for, you know, different uh, picks in the, you know, in the draft. And now there's a lot of speculation about who the 49ers are going to pick up. Um, They obviously need a quarterback. So, you know, uh, by by next week or or in two weeks when we have our next episode, uh, we'll deep dive into the NFL draft. But there's definitely a lot of things starting to uh, percolate as we're about two two to three weeks away from that. Yeah, I'm I've said this on other shows. We've said this on other shows. We did a huddle specific to this last week but you know it's it's hard to keep up with who's gone where in terms of the offseason and trade deadlines but also how that lends itself to the actual draft like how do the teams currently stand who do they need and what are their picks yep. looking like uh, so yep. next week's episode do not miss it that's going to be i mean i'm i'm always ready to chat football with you michelle but um, especially when we're three weeks out, two weeks out from the draft. I'm so stoked. Well, in preparation for NFL season, uh, there are a couple of other key sports uh, in in swing right now, as we mentioned. So uh, let's dive in, Kate. I think we're going to uh, jump and do uh, a little MLB season yeah. preview as well as take a look at the uh, Masters, which just kicked off this weekend. Okay, I'm trying to imagine like what the segue music is going to be for this segment. Maybe it's like a, uh, we usually do like a more hip hop, but I'm like, take me out to the ball <laughs> game. Do you, you want do a golf and a golf and a baseball mashup? Do those exist? Oh God! I mean, what's a good baseball song? That's like, what's a good golf song? You just you just named one. the quintessential no 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 baseball I... song. But what's a golf song? Well, we'll save it to the next segment. But first, let's get into MLB and take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I never get back. Let me root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Cause it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Alright, well, thank you for that lovely singing transition, Kate. Um, you are wow, you are really a choice singer. I didn't know. A choice singer you, Thank you. you are. Thank you. I have a I have a history of singing, but we won't get into it on this show. <laughs> Not today. Not today. Instead, we will get into uh, the 2021 MLB season, which just kicked off last week. Yes. Very, very exciting. As Kate was saying at the top of the episode, spring is in the air. And when spring is in the air, 
baseball bats are out there and uh you know oh, i just love baseball i could like smell fresh cut grass at the field mm. even though i'm sitting at, at home in my house but I, I can smell it listen i'm telling you i've already told you this off the mic and i'll say it on the record i have tickets to a yankees game against the nats you should come down for it you have to come to this i know game. i know i know you know what as soon as i get my second vax and i'm feeling good i definitely want to get down to yankee stadium mm. i have someone in my family they're they're all vaccinated they have season tickets they were able to go the other night they sent pictures from the bronx oh, and i saw stands and i saw people at stands having beers and i was like crying happy <laughs> tears i was like oh my god it's all happening so i <laughs> i cannot wait to get to a baseball game i could think of nothing better to do to celebrate uh you know uh my uh my vaccination um down in the uh down in the bronx but yeah mlb kicked off last week um i think almost every single team was able to play their home openers there were a couple mm-hmm. of couple of covid issues couple of uh, rain issues but you know what 2020's uh you know uh, season was was you know hugely upended by obviously COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, typically the, you know, these, these guys are playing 162 games last year. They were only able to play 60, you know, and they, they couldn't have fans. There was a ton of safety protocols. You know, they were really just like, you know, April, think about it, April of last year, mm-hmm. we were smack in the middle of, of all of this. And yeah. so, you know, the, the MLB was really, really uprooted um, in terms of what they, you know, they could or, or could not do. Um, they didn't start the season until July. They only played 60 games, as I just said. There was tons of COVID issues because it was still very new and they didn't bubble and they didn't, you know, there was just a lot of a lot of issues that that really, you know, disrupted the the season last year. They ended up, you know, kind of expanding the postseason uh, and opened it up from 10 teams to 16 teams, just, I think, in an effort to, like, have a little bit more baseball and, and, and more, you know, involvement from more teams. Um, and, uh, you know, that's that was a very – it was a very strange season for them, you know, last year. And, and it, it there some – most of these things are, are thankfully a one and done. And uh, with the kickoff of the 2021 season, uh, we, are, we are back on a full – 162 game schedule god willing right fingers crossed we're not all out of the woods yet mm-hmm. but you know they're they're they are planning to you know go full steam ahead they obviously just kicked off in april as they would in normal years they're going all the way through october um so i'm feeling very excited that we're gonna get our our kind of regular regularly scheduled baseball back this year um i hope we do i really do and i think we we stay in this you know this optimistic mindset we have to right like last year was such a wash starting end of july i mean there's nothing really i feel like the mlb could have done to expedite in a lot of ways because the whole situation was so new but for this year i mean knowing that we've kicked off already the season opener is in the can we've got some teams that have played their played their opening games and that's great. And then we have other teams like I'm thinking um New York born and raised, so I'm thinking Mets Nats like already off the bat that just that series was already canceled and so right, right, right. we're already seeing like how is this going to start shaking out in the same way, you know, like the only differentiation I feel like between baseball and anywhere else is that baseball baseball teams play every single day. So if just you just about, ha- right? Yeah. yeah if you have to quarantine, it's, it's yeah. it's a you're wiping out two weeks like four or five different series, you know? So anyway, some food for thought. We'll see how it actually shakes out this year. 
hey, let's hope, you know, let's hope, look, they're they're well-intended by, you know, getting back to 162 games. They've obviously had now kind of, you know, a full year to sort of learn, you know, from what happened last year. Obviously, there was no vaccination in, in, in play at, at, the, at that point last year. So I think, you know, uh, 162 games is still a lot, right? For, some, for someone that loves baseball as much as I do, 162 games is still a lot of baseball to be played. So even if there happened to be some, you know, some hiccups uh, along along the way, uh, their, their intention is to, you know, get this season back on track to, you know, the way that it used to be, which again, like we've talked about this in a few different, you know, sports of, of some, some uh, leagues had to sort of shorten multiple seasons or push Mm. back multiple things. And so again, you know, the, the, the baseball side of things, they, they really were at the very beginning of this hit pretty hard. They've had a full year to figure it out. Um, And uh, we'll see 162 games back on the, back on the map this year. Um, the, the different, another difference, you know, if you will, is obviously during their abbreviated 2020 season, you know, they tried to limit the, you know, the teams that they, they basically changed the entire schedule last year to make sure that, you know, people, um, teams weren't traveling as far, you know, as they normally would, you know, you, you know, the Yankees play the Dodgers. You got to go all the way across the country to do, to do one of those games. And so last year they really tried to cater the schedule, you know, to, uh, to the, you know, the, the regions that each of these teams were in, um, so that they at least mitigated some, you know, of the COVID issues and, and kind of kept, kept people as close to bubbling as possible, but they weren't really bubbling. So, um, that was also something that was really different, you know, last year that will go away. There's full schedules, you know, sort of happening, um, you know, again, this year, which is which is really exciting to see. Yeah, agreed. So here's a question for you. Just um, as a baseball consumer, as an MLB fan, are you watching every one of those 162 games? Uh, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I, like, no, I can't. I don't. I can't. That would be crazy if I watched every single game. I, I bless the people that have the time or the energy to. I love baseball, but I can't watch 162, you know, games worth. I I will say though, a lot of the times, like, especially for baseball, probably more so than any other sport for me. Like, 7:05 rolls around, the first pitch is going out. Like, the TV's on. I have it on, but it doesn't mean I'm sitting in front of my mm-hmm. television for three hours or four, you know, for every game. But a lot of times it's just kind of like on in the background while you're doing stuff or cooking dinner or, you know, and then maybe I sit down in like, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth inning to kind of watch the end of the game. So it's kind of always there like lingering um, so that I could always kind of, you know, check in. But look, nine innings is a lot to commit to 162 times over. I can't do the math, but that's a lot of hours and a lot of innings of baseball. And I love my Yankees, but that might be pushing it a little bit. No, let's do the math. So it's 162 (laughs) games. And they're three-hour games at the least, so that would be 486 hours out of the year. That's a lot it's of hours. A lot. That's a lot of my hours. That's so, a lot of time. You know, I, it's it's one of those things. Like some sports, you know, I'll just like check my phone to like see what the what the score is. But yeah. for baseball, I like will at least like leave it on in the background so I could check in and see what's happening. There's a world where I feel like I feel like I watch baseball the same way you do. I watch it passively. I enjoy it when I'm watching. I like going in person. It's a fun experience. It's a fun environment. Oh, I'm a savage. I'm a savage at the game, as you yeah. well know. I am like, oh my God. I'm, I'm f- you've got my three hours worth of attention when I'm actually yeah. there for sure, but not the same at home, obviously. Here's a question for you. Sorry. I, and then we can end this segment. But are you do you sit in the bleachers or do you sit along the baseline? Where do you sit? Um, so really I definitely important. love sitting in, I love sitting in the bleachers. I wouldn't consider myself a bleacher creature. Those people are, are dedicated and they are there day in, day out, all season. So I wouldn't consider myself a bleacher creature. 
That said, I love the Breacher Creatures. And pro tip, my favorite way to go see a baseball game is on either first base, first base or third base line. I'm not super picky about it. I don't really care. But you got to get the first row. So I'll sit. I don't I'll oh. sit in the 200s or 300s. I don't really mind being up high. I mean, really for baseball, you kind of want to see the whole field, you know what I mean? Like cuz the ball's all over the place, there's shit happening everywhere. So my pro tip is if you're not sitting in the bleachers cuz it's not the best view, but it's really fun, get it doesn't matter. You don't even spend as much money. Sit in the Go 200s anywhere. or 300 section, but get yourself in the front row so no one's in That's front of you exactly and you have an right. unobstructed view of the field, that is how I like to view a baseball game. That I just want to confirm that that's the correct answer I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you yes. very much. And I didn't know that question was coming, so I didn't study for that one. No, that was the correct answer. I mean, listen, love going to a baseball game, but back to the original point, I agree with you. 162 games, too many hours, passive watching is the way to go. Uh, I would say, I would say that, you know, if, if the commissioner's listening... Uh, if this were a 62 game season again this year, that's the kind of thing I could get into watching more. Cause that to me feels more tenable. I also feel like big missed opportunity for baseball to do more fantasy stuff, because if it were a shorter season and you felt like you could actually keep track of the different series, fair I would point, fair point. I would consider fantasy baseball. Like I can't be updating my team every single day and redoing my lineup too much research, don't have enough time, sorry about that, but... Totally, totally fair. Yeah, anyway, food for thought, but that's all I La- had to say. <laughs> Last but not least, so we talked about, obviously, the, the the full season returning. The other thing that you will see this year um, is they will go back um, to um, the, uh, whatchamacallit, they will go back to 10 teams in the playoffs this year. Got so it. that was a one, that was a one-time deal because of the circumstances last year. So October baseball will return to its normal form as the rest of the you know season has. I would love to go into all the teams and break it down, but it's too many and it's too early in the season to do that. We'll check in again, uh, you know, on, on all of our episodes and talk a little bit more, you know, baseball as things start to, you know, shape up. We'll obviously, you know, talk uh, home run derby and all-star game at the halfway point of the mm-hmm. season. But for all you baseball fans out there, congratulations. We made it back to April. You're getting your full season. Um, and go Yanks, obviously. Go Yanks. I, I was going to say, go Yanks, obviously. Too bad <laughs> that the Red Sox are undefeated right now. Womp. And, but, so early. That means nothing. Yeah, well, anyway, it's a, hopefully the only time they can say that for the foreseeable. <laughs> um, and last but not least, I will leave you with this because I thought it was a cool tidbit and you might like it. Um, have you heard about anything about the Astros this year? Because otherwise I'm going to tell you. I mean, I don't like the Astros because they're cheaters, so maybe you could give me something that is them in a better light than that. I don't know. I can't because I thought this was... (laughs) I can't. I can't. And it actually... Yes, they are cheaters. So much so that um, when they played... Who did they play? I don't even know. But the team they were playing this week, um, when they came onto the field, the opposing... When the Astros came out onto the field, um, whether it was for warm-ups or after... Um, the opposing team played Carrie Underwood's Before He Cheats, blasting <laughs> all over the stadium. So may that... Wow. 
props to them. It's the same amount of props as the guy on Jeopardy that stuck it to Aaron Rodgers. Those are two zingers right there. Oh, who did the Astros play this week? Sorry, I gotta look it up because I want to give props to whoever this team is. I think it, it was. I think it was the A's, but it may have been the Angels. So whoever it was, A's, Angels. Pretty sure it was the Oakland A's absolutely savage and i'm now an oakland a's fan let it be known (laughs) zing okay um but anyway excellent mlb roundup thank you michelle for your coverage on this um we've got more coverage to do so i'm gonna play us into our next segment which will be and i promise you if you don't like golf you're about to like it so stay tuned for this next segment and awesome transition music for the masters weekend It's the Masters weekend, and this is a segment dedicated only to the Masters. Uh, Michelle, you already know this, but I'm sort of a self-proclaimed DQ golf advocate. Uh, you're be- you're becoming our in-house golf savant, I think. Something like that. I'm trying to... So here's the thing. I am 30 years old. For 30... So... Amen. Amen. Amen to Amen. that, Welcome. Sister. I just want to share with the with the listeners why I am our advocate. Um, from in my twenties, I learned to ski. That was my thing. I never learned to ski as a kid, and now I can do double black diamonds. And oh my God, I learned to ski with you. I didn't even yeah. know that you hadn't skied before that. Again, good on you. Good Thank on you. you. Thank you. Well, golf golf clap. claps. I'm doing. Yeah, I'm I doing see. golf claps. I see. I see. Okay. Yes, exactly. So I didn't know how to ski. I learned in my twenties after I got out of college. Now I'm here in my thirties. I would like to dedicate my 30s to learning golf. And that's not just from a knowledge standpoint. I would like to physically be on the course more. I would like to play I golf. You, I could see you at a country club. I'm, I'm envisioning it. I see it. Oh, my God. Manifest that <laughs> shit because I would like to be at the country club because golf is pretty cool. It is not my favorite sport. I would like to preface that, but I'd like to learn it both from the professional side and also because I want to learn how to play it. So I'm leaning right. in. This is the year. And so via Draft Queen, sorry, you're all going to have to listen to some golf coverage. It's just, it's <laughs> part of the deal. Um, we're making it, we're, we're making mainstream golf. Golf mainstream, whatever I meant, but you well, got it. Well, listen, if if you're like me and you know nothing about golf, I have a couple of just very basics on the tournament that's happening this weekend. It's one of the majors. It's the Masters. So overall, every year the Masters happens, just like they have majors for tennis or anything else. Um, The Masters happens every year. It's the first week of April, and it goes for four different rounds. So cool part about golf is that they play four times, and it's between Thursday and Sunday. So it's just a standard tournament. They do it for every major, or most all tournaments anyway. Um, the one thing that makes the Masters uh, different a little bit, for whatever it's worth, is that on the Wednesday before the tournament, they do a cool little like par three contest, and it's televised. It's like 
all the families of the folks who are participating in the Masters. They come out and it's like a little, it's like a little soiree. I feel like soiree is a very golfy word. Like they have very golfy word. Yeah, it's perfect. Don't you think they have soirees? Anyway. Yes. It's only for bragging rights, but it's like a cool way to kick off the weekend, warm up. They do their warm up rounds all throughout the week. Yada, yada. But anyway, like I said, so the the Masters is one of four majors in golf. There's the Masters, the U.S. Open, the PGA Championship, and then the Open, which is also another, the Open Championship. So those are the big four. And uh, generally, the Masters should remain the Masters, but there's some contention about the actual name for reasons you know, uh, just because yes. of the nature of it yes. and it has some... The Washington fo- for the Washington football Correct. team reasons. Yes, Correct, okay. yes. Um, at least uh, from a preliminary standpoint, there there is way more to it, but we could spend a whole episode on that. So um, for this year, it remains the Masters, and it happens in, at an Augusta National Golf Court course that's in Augusta, Georgia. Another thing that had come up this year for the same reasons that you talked about for MLB, there was some talk about moving the tournament itself from Augusta, Georgia, because of some Surprise of the legislation that had come through. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. This For this particular tournament, they couldn't move quickly enough to figure that out. Yeah. Um, but I would be interested to keep an eye on it and see that it, whether or not this time next yeah. year... Who's- Who's putting in bids on the Masters for next year, right? Yeah, exactly. Either that or if it's even called the Masters. Like, they could do a whole... This could be the last time we're covering the Masters, but definitely could be the last time we're covering the Masters in Georgia. Georgia, yep. Anyway, um, as it stands now, Augusta National is one of the most exclusive golf clubs in the world. And, like, I am talking... I was doing research, and I was like, who... Google, tell me, who is part of... Augusta National, there has to be people, you know, and it (laughs) seems like it is extremely difficult to get into. And if you watch that MJ documentary, which I know you did, you know how much Michael Jordan loves to play golf, like Michael fucking Jordan, the best basketball player of all time, cannot get into Augusta National. Wow. Yeah, it's like, wow, it's no joke. It's Michael Jordan. Anyway, so I just wanted to preface it just to set the stage for like, it is the pinnacle of the pinnacle of golf. Like Condoleezza Rice just got in this year. It's like that kind of (laughs) thing. Yep. It's all about those soirees, which actually leads really nicely into the the next little tidbit I think you're going to give us talking about soirees. Why don't you tell us about the purse, aka the winnings for the Masters? Okay. The purse... For those of you who are not familiar with the term purse outside of your own handbag, uh, (laughs) a purse is basically how much money you take home or how much money is up for grabs for this particular tournament. Usually it's split between the folks who rank or like fall into the top rankings, depending, I don't know how it's broken down for the Masters specifically, but depending on the tournament, the purse is divided a certain way. For this particular tournament, the purse is $2.1 million, Michelle. What Man. the hell? That's a lot of money. Where does it come from? That's a question for someday. 
the soirees. It comes oh, from sorry. it's it's from it comes from the soirees. They get it from the soirees, then they win two point million dollars and they throw more soirees. That's what I think happens. I think that's actually correct, is that they throw more <laughs> soirees to raise money for this particular soiree. So that yes, that's exactly exactly right. Two point one million dollar purse for the Masters. Man, that ain't that ain't too shabby for four rounds of golf. No, it's not. And with that in mind, so that two point one mil Huge, it's a shitload. But with that in mind, um, there are certain things at the Masters that don't reflect the aura of like that expense. You know, you think you think golf club, you think expensive and like fancy. I think caviar, caviar and soirees. You do, you do exactly. Sorry, someone's ringing my doorbell. uh, If you can hear that. Anyway, yes, (laughs) Um, you think caviar, you think soirees. Interestingly enough, there's two things that I thought were totally wild, and those are, uh, uh, first of all, it's the menu. Like, I would just want to talk about the menu at the Masters, because you would think... We it, don't talk about food, and we don't talk about food enough on this show. I'm very glad you're bringing this into the fold here. Thank you. As two food lovers in full, I did want to talk about it. So, the, the menu there, the menu at the Masters, if you and I were to go and watch the Masters, just as bystanders... The menu is absolutely crazy. It's not for the. Re- it's not because it's caviar. Like it's not champagne and caviar. It's not a soiree. It's because <laughs> the beverages served are two dollars. Two dollars. Beer is four dollars. Now, listen. That's I- the cheapest beer on the planet. How? Wait. Two point one million dollar purse at the most exclusive club golf club in the world, and you only have to pay four dollars for a beer. That is like how did? Huh? So I went through the entire menu, which I'll fly through, but it's like there is there's barbecue, chicken wraps, turkey on wheat. There's dom- imported beers, domestic beers, craft beers. And then there's like the cookies, crackers, chips, peanuts. Want to know what the most ridiculous thing on the on the whole menu is? Yes, please. They have egg salad for $1.50. Egg salad. It's cheaper than your local bodega. (laughs) I cannot believe how cheap everything is at the Masters. And it honestly makes me want to go. Like, I... Are you sure it's not... Are you sure it's $1.50 and not $1.5 million for egg salad? Because it could be $1.5 million. I'm just saying. It could be. You might be misreading it. Well, listen. Just... It's worth looking at. (laughs) And you probably are right. Like, there's probably something in the fine print. But everything there is very, very, very cheap. Even cheaper than, like, anywhere in the normal U.S. So that's one thing to consider. The other menu I wanted to talk about before we, like, you know, like, end this segment because I'm just talking about food. But the other thing I wanted to bring up is that on Tuesdays before the tournament starts, so on Wednesdays they have that par 3 contest, Thursday they start. On the Tuesday before the tournament, only – so all the Masters winners – go before the tournament to have a dinner party. They all wear their green jackets. And the person who won the year before picks the menu, which I thought was pretty cool. Like, that's an interesting perk. And so this year it was uh, Dustin Johnson, returning champ, who we'll get into in a second for who to look for this year. But Dustin Johnson chose pigs in a blanket. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's okay. That's the third zinger of this show. You've got Dustin Johnson, pigs in a blanket. You've got the Jeopardy contestant who gave the big old zinger to Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. And oh wait, and what was our third zinger? Oh, and and playing playing that uh, Carrie Underwood song for uh, for the Astros. Those are the three zingers of today's episode. Honestly, I might have to do a super cut of that after the show because it's just mind boggling. But I will say. The pigs in a blanket that Dustin Johnson chose were like some of the most artisanal, if not the most artisanal pigs in a blanket I have ever seen. So highly recommend checking out what he had for food and then running through what is happening beyond food this year in terms of the actual game. I am going to do like a rapid fire who to know and who who are the favorites for the Masters that you should look out for when you're watching this weekend. So if you're ready for it, Michelle, I'm going to fire through it. I am ready, and thank you for setting the stage. I understand so much more about the Masters and all of the majors in golf now. So, yes, appreciate it. Tell me who I should be watching, Kate. This weekend, you should look out for Dustin Pigs in a Blanket Johnson, (laughs) who is our returning Masters champion from 2020. He is the number one golfer in the world. He's also married, fun fact, to Paulina Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. So he's uh, he's the front runner far and away. Um, Another returning champion, Jordan Spieth. He's also a favorite. So someone I just had to mention. And in a previous episode, I actually misspoke on Jordan Spieth. So I have to correct myself. I had said that he was one of the ones who said a bad word during the tournament on air and it was like very bad um that was actually justin thomas so fuck you justin thomas i'm clearing (laughs) jordan spieth's name but just wanted to say so um dustin johnson justice is number one justice for justice for jordan spieth justice for jordan because i accidentally put him on blast so (laughs) that was wrong um but dustin johnson look out for jordan spieth they're the two front runners um some other favorites who have never won a Masters, but to look out for. Mm. Um, just some names. John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Xander Shoffley, Bryson DeChambeau, the one you think is cute with the newsy hat. He remember? is. Yeah. He is cute with the newsy hat. Yeah, he's... He, my money's on him with the newsy hat. Yeah. And so I, was... I bet you I bet you he also loves pigs in a blanket and egg salad. I'm I, not going to lie. He I, looks like that kind of guy. Yeah. He definitely had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, although he was not allowed to have the pigs in a blanket because he is not yet a master's winner. So. Ah, you're right. All right. So it's egg salad for him. One point five million dollars. Bryson, you, that's how you get that egg salad. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So those are some of the ones that I'm looking out for. Um, and notably this year, there's no Tiger Woods. So it really is anybody's game. Usually you can count on Tiger. Um, but this year it's just not in the cards. So those are the folks that I think you should be looking out for. And, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun one, even though it's a slow sport, it is a lot of fun to watch someone win over $2 million. So yeah, I think I'm going to do some casual watching. I think golf could be one of those. I leave it on in the background during the day, and I, I, I periodically check in to see how it's going. It's one of the sports that you put up on your second monitor at work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's, exactly. It's a passive watch. but I'm, I'm going to give you one more round of golf clubs, Kate, because, you know, you are turning into our resident golf master. Thank you. Thank you. Haha, master. Thank you for walking us through that. And now... Uh, hopefully everyone's got uh, something to look forward to and watch this weekend. Yeah, I certainly will be watching. But with that, as always, Michelle, 
before we wrap this show. Anything else you want to add for the listeners? Give them some love, anything like that. Get out there, enjoy the sunshine, put your sunscreen on, don't get sunburned like Kate, and then make sure in your weekend activity you have a baseball game on and the Masters on at some point because we just gave you the lowdown on all of those great things. That is absolutely right. That's correct. That is exactly what everyone should be doing. If you're watching any of those things, tweet at us. Hit us up on Instagram. You know where to find us. At the underscore Draft Queens on Twitter. At the Draft Queens on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. But most importantly, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. So share us around with your friends, your other sports fans. And we are looking forward to hearing your golf and baseball feedback across all of our socials. And we'll have way more for you in two weeks from now. So tune in two Fridays from when you're hearing this in your earballs. And our next show is all about a preview for the NFL draft. So we'll see you then. Woo, 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 woo. And uh, have a good weekend. Bye.